In addition to launching our own private podcast about a year ago, we've launched several private podcasts for clients over the last year. And today I want to talk about the strategic difference between a private podcast and a public podcast and which one might be right for you. Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency, Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. Welcome, welcome to the episode. I'm stoked to talk about private podcasts today. This is actually a conversation that started on TikTok. Uh, I had someone leave a question and we did a quick video. By the by, if you're not following me on TikTok, we're having some fun over there. At Uncommonly More on TikTok, we're, we're playing with some videos, doing some things. I'm answering questions. We've got a new series rolling out called Ask a Producer. So if there's ever anything you want to ask me, that's a great place to do it. Again, at Uncommonly More. Uh, as I mentioned in the, in the intro, we launched the podcast newsroom just shy of a year ago. Uh, August will be a year since we launched the podcast newsroom. And if you haven't subscribed, be sure to subscribe. But in addition to that, we've launched a lot of private podcasts in the last year, some uh, as marketing pieces, some as uh, content delivery pieces. We talked about some of the ways you can use podcast uh, or private podcasts rather on a podcast episode of this show uh, called, I think, Three Ways to Use Private Podcasts. I'll link to it in the show notes. Uh so we've we've been playing in this world for a while. I also sat down with the incredible Lindsay Padilla, who is a co-founder of Hello Audio, which is a tool we use for our private podcast and we use most frequently when, uh, actually, I don't think we've used anything else except Hello Audio for private podcasts because it's, it's such an incredible tool. It ties in so nicely to a lot of the other tools that are, are used in the process. And so... I love Hello Audio. So we've talked a lot about private podcasts on this feed, but one thing we've never really dug into was the the nuance, the strategic differences between a private podcast and a public podcast, because there are some. And so I want to talk about three today. The thing I want to say before we get into this, though, the thing you need to know, really for everything, but certainly as you listen to this episode, is there is no right or wrong. There is no private or public. Um, uh, we have both. You also don't have to have both. I want you to take the information I give it you today and run it through your own filters and your own knowledge of your business and the own clarity of your goals to help you decide which one's the right fit for you. And if you need help with that and you're looking to get some support in your podcast journey as it were, reach out. Uncommonlymore.com slash podcast productions is a great way to get started. Like I said, we can produce a public feed or a private feed. We can also produce both. We have several clients who have both now. Um, And so reach out. Let's have a conversation. I would love to chat with you. I want to jump into the first strategic difference between private and public podcasts. And that's your relationship with the audience. Your relationship with the audience is different with a public feed and a private feed. Because a public podcast is public. You have a whole range of possibilities as far as where your relationship is with the listener. 
this episode, you and me right now, this could be the very first episode you've ever heard of the show and maybe you found it via social or someone shared it with you or you were searching for something in uh, Apple Podcasts or on another podcast player and this got delivered to you or you Googled private podcasts and this showed up. Yay, SEO works. On the flip side, you could be be somebody who has been listening to this podcast since episode one, nine years ago. And, and you've heard very nearly every episode, which if there is anybody who has listened to every episode, send me a message because I want to meet you. There will be a special prize uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, so the relationship's different. We could, we could be in any number of places. And so I've got to be mindful of the fact that maybe we just met, but also maybe we've known each other for a while. And so that big picture has to be there. That acknowledgement has to be there. So for those listening for the, you know, 568th episode, you're probably going to get some, some Stacey-isms, right? Some things I've repeated. And, and those are going to be just whoo, light bulb moments for somebody who just heard them, I'm sure. Uh, but for those of us who have heard them a million times, uh, they're just reinforcement, right? It's different. Let's flip gears, though. Let's talk about private podcasts. Because a private podcast is, in fact, private, the discoverability is different. And we're going to talk about that a little bit when we talk about production differences. But that means they probably already are bought in. Your listener probably already knows you. I'm a lot more likely to be talking to people who have been listening to me for nine years and know everything about me than I am to be talking to somebody who just discovered me and has no mother-loving idea who I am. And that is a really important thing to acknowledge and understand because it's going to impact your content, your calls to action, but more than anything, it's going to impact the way you talk about things. More often than not, you will hear me on this show pointing you towards getting to know me better. Reach out on Instagram, drop me an email, sign up for the podcast newsroom, all three of those options are a way for you to raise your hand without having to open your wallet. Because maybe we just met. And it would be weird if I was like, cool, I know you already know I'm a genius because we met 37 seconds ago. How about you let me solve your problem that you're maybe not even sure is your problem yet? In contrast, on the podcast newsroom and the private podcast, you more frequently hear me talking about now is the time to learn more about podcast production services. Because we've already done that part. You know me. If you now have a firm understanding that this is your problem and this is your solution and I happen to be the girl holding the keys to the solution, let's not play around anymore. Let's rom-com this up, kiss on the Eiffel Tower and move on. That was a very messy metaphor, but you loved it. Hopefully. <laughs> but I want to be really abundantly clear. 
that this is going to impact the way you speak to your listener. It's going to impact the format. It's going to impact the calls to action. It's going to impact everything. And so above all, when you're looking at this, look at where you want this to sit in your funnel. Where do you want this to sit in the relationship roadway? What exit is this? If you're going into podcasting or you have a podcast and you're thinking about a private podcast and you're trying to discover what the differences would be, this is the difference. Again, using our stuff as an example, this show is generally the beginning. Now, sometimes there's social that'll sit in front of this. Maybe somebody watches a TikTok and then they come over here and they listen to the show. But it's probably pretty early because you didn't have to raise your hand to listen to the show. You just had to walk into the room. On the podcast newsroom, you had to raise your hand. I know you're in the room. And so our relationship is different. What's going to be valuable to you is different. What's going to be important to you is different. So it is never ever going to be the first thing you've heard from me. It may still be pretty early in our relationship. I've actually absolutely already had people who, speaking of TikTok, saw a TikTok, signed up for the newsroom and have binged that show. But they saw a TikTok first. They had enough value and interest to know they wanted to raise their hand. They wanted to take another step. They wanted more information. And so I get to proceed differently as I think about the strategy in that space. The number two strategic difference between private and public podcasts is how you're going to market them. Like any other offer, we've got to make sure we are promoting it. You know, we have this conversation a lot. I don't I don't think that business owners recognize that launching a podcast is like launching an offer. It's like launching a program or a course or a book or a service or whatever else. It has to be marketed. Building it will not create a listenership. How you market it is going to be different depending on the kind of show it is. You're going to have different assets. You're going to have different results. Because when you're marketing a public podcast, you're marketing individual episodes. I don't need you to buy in on the Uncommonly More show. I need you to buy in on an episode about the strategic differences between private podcasts and public podcasts. That's all I have to get you to buy in on. There's a very clear, this is what you're going to get here. And I can share audiograms and quote graphics and tease it on TikTok and you know, release it on YouTube and do the individual episode optimization for search, which is going to impact, as we've talked about in the SEO episode a couple of weeks ago, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, whatever podcast directory you're using as a way to listen to the show it's also going to impact the search on Google or Bing or Yahoo or whatever else you might be using 
DuckDuckGo, whatever it might be, there is a, a optimization of each individual episode that has to happen. However, when I have a private podcast, I'm going to need some kind of traffic driver that allows me to get people to buy in on the whole concept. Not the individual episodes. Now, I could promote an individual episode as a way to get them in the door, uh, especially for a show like mine where the, you know, barrier to entry is an email address. That gets even harder when you're talking about the barrier to entry being a, a financial investment. And I say financial investment like it's going to be thousands of dollars. It could be $2, whatever the case may be. Getting someone to enter their email address and getting someone to open their wallet are not necessarily the same lifts. And so I've got to be selling you on the whole concept that this is what this entity is. A great way to think about this for a lot of us, especially if you've ever sold courses or you sold memberships, um, and this was very true back when we had a membership site, uh, Hit the Mic Backstage, and before I had Hit the Mic Backstage, I sold courses. And it was a very similar thing. Was it me getting you to buy in on one program, or was it me getting you to buy in on a collection of programs? And that was the difference between selling the course and selling the membership. And the same is true when you start thinking about your private and your public podcasts. With public podcasts, I can get you to buy in on just one part of the offer. I don't need you to buy in on the whole offer. With a private podcast, when I'm marketing it, when I'm selling it, I'm selling a whole idea. I got to get you to buy in on the whole kit and caboodle. Because there's a different lift to get there. And because a private podcast isn't likely going up on your website as public blog posts or show notes. It's not going out through your podcast directories in a way that's going to show up on Google. It's not discoverable in the podcast directories. I can't be using things like SEO. And we're going to talk a bit about that in, the, in next when we talk about the production differences. But So I've got to be leaning on other on other tools. And that's why I've talked so much about the and. I use this public podcast and a private podcast to help reinforce that that relationship road, right? To help reinforce to give you a next step that is not just our offer. Because there's a big gap for us as service providers between this free podcast and our monthly production rates. And so it's imperative that I make sure that there is some value along the way to help you decide if we're the solution for you. And so a private podcast is really helpful. And oh, by the way, it's the next step after this show. And so this show is how I'm marketing that idea that collection that we've been talking about, right? And so if you want to host a private podcast instead of a public podcast, you need to have a clear understanding of how you intend to put people in that feed. 
be it social media, be it referrals, be it uh, YouTube video content or written blog posts. I like a podcast because it's the same medium. If I can get you to listen to this show and provide you the right value, the next step is a no-brainer. And that's why we've seen so much growth in that show so so quickly. Because I'm using this piece of content to lead to the next piece of value. Which will lead you to, if it's the right fit, reach out and us have a conversation about production. And so be mindful of where it's going to fit into your marketing and how you're going to market it if a private podcast is what you're looking for. On the flip side, because I am marketing a whole idea with the private podcast, because there is that barrier to entry, again, ours is an email, sometimes it's a fee, whatever it might be for you, the listenership of that podcast is a whole lot warmer lead. The audience of that show is a whole lot easier to convert. So I don't need as many of them as I need listeners here to see the same result. And this is a really important nuance, especially for those of us selling a higher end service offering be that like coaching or consulting services or done-for-you services in the case of our show. When you're not selling a $97 program or a $200 course or a $500 retreat weekend, whatever the case may be. By the way, if you find a $500 retreat weekend, do some due diligence. That sounds like too low of a price. Um, (laughs) The point being... It is a much warmer audience. And so I don't need the numbers of leads that I need coming into my public show to see the result I want to see, which is nice, which is handy. Uh, And so again, there's pros and cons. Be mindful of that. The third strategic difference between public and private podcasting really comes down to your production. It's going to come down to the decisions you have to make while producing your show. For example, I want to come back to this idea of discoverability and marketing. I talked a little bit about the fact that SEO is not going to be the factor that it is in a public feed for a private feed. My titles don't need to be created for search. They need to be created for interest. I need to get you to click on it because you're not going to stumble upon the title of the episode. It's showing up in your feed because you've already raised your hand. And so now I have to get you, once you're in the feed, to actually consume the content of the feed. And so I'm creating titles and descriptions for interest, not for search. That means for, for us, and in, a, in, in frankly most cases, a little more brevity, a lot more clarity, and maybe more than anything else, formatting them differently. Really being mindful of hooking the listener, getting them in, getting them interested, and getting them listening. Because subscribing to the private feed 
does not help me help you. Listening to the episodes inside of the private feed, that helps me help you. But you've got to actually listen. And so I've got to be mindful of the tools I'm using to get you to listen. And so I'm optimizing those text pieces, again, for interest and for clicks, not for discoverability, not for search, not for bots, but for humans. That's important nuance. Uh, The other side of that, you'll notice our private podcast is a little bit lower production as far as some of the sort of stereotypical podcast features. We don't have a long intro on the podcast newsroom. You want to know why? Because you probably already heard me say this one. You know who I am. You know what's happening. I want to get into the content. I want to get in and get you whatever it is you clicked on to get. And so that means we've got, I think, five to seven seconds of music. Mostly to break up if you're binging the show. At the beginning and at the end. That's it. Everything else is me talking. And it is literally me talking into the mic. Cleaning up anything that needs, you know, any big red flags. And dropping it. It's not overly produced because I want it to feel like a conversation. You and I already know each other on that show. I don't know how you and I know each other here. So think of it as eating dinner at uh, a friend's house or meeting a friend for dinner at a restaurant. You're still going to have a great time. You're still going to have a great conversation, but the kind of conversation you have might change. The way you present the conversation might change. The overall experience of the time together, probably going to be more casual. That's what I want you to think about when you're thinking about these differences in production. Now, That's not universally true. Where you might see the differences on a production perspective is you have the ability to go a little longer because people are bought in. People are invested. And I don't even mean monetarily. I mean like emotionally and mentally in what you're sharing. And so instead of doing a 15, 20-minute episode, you can absolutely get a 30, 45-minute episode. Maybe it's that you get to share more intimate conversations. You get to have more frank conversations. You get to get into the messy middle a little bit more with your case studies. Whatever it is, is you're in a safer space because you have an established relationship on that private feed. And so it's going to impact how you produce the show. It's going to impact the structure, the format, all of those things. So be mindful of those differences. And I want you to notice as we wrap up this show, one of the biggest differences here, and really all of the differences stem from the fact that the relationship is different. The fact that the people who are hearing from you on the podcast, when it's public, maybe don't know you as well as the people who are listening to the podcast when it's private. Because when you can start with that understanding, you can make the rest of the decisions. 
If you want to hear an example of a private podcast, get the experience of what signing up for one looks like, what consuming one looks like, make sure you head over to uncommonlymore.com slash newsroom and sign up for ours. Sign up for the podcast newsroom. There are some trainings in there specifically about how to set up a private podcast. So if you want to know more about the tools, that's a great place. And again, if you want more ideas on how to use these tools, check out the other episodes I linked in the description for this show, uh, because those are your best starting point for getting more information about private podcasts. And if you are like, no, I'm ready. I need no more information. Stacy, please produce this for me. Head over to uncommonlymore.com slash podcast production. We do produce both public and private podcasts, and I would love to sit down with you. We do have some space to start with us in August. We have one spot left to start with us in August. Uh, We have two spots left to start with us in September. If that's something you're interested in, head on over there now. All right? All right. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely. I want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I want to hear from you. So reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode. Because honestly, that's why we produce the show. That's why I record this show. That's why my team does all the work to release this show. It's so that we can help you. We can help make a difference in your show and consequently in your business. If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show and also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation and I can't wait to hear what you have to say.